There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone.
man was killed just six days ago in an automobile accident in Pennsylvania. A tire blew out and her car turned over. Very odd. The fear has left me now. I'm numb. I have no feeling. It's as if someone had pulled out some kind of a plug in me and everything, emotion, feeling, fear, has drained out. And now I'm a cold shell. I'm conscious of things around me now. The vast night of Arizona. And the stars that look down from the darkness. Ahead of me stretch a thousand miles of empty mesa. Mountains, prairies, desert. Somewhere among them he's waiting for me. Somewhere I'll find out who he is. I'll find out. I'll find out what he wants. Though just now, for the first time, looking out at the night, I think I know. I think I know. I believe you're going my way. Nan Adams, age 27. She was driving to California. Los Angeles. She didn't make it. There was a detour through the twilight zone. Understand the procedure now. Just stop a few of their machines and radios and telephones and lawnmowers. Throw them into darkness for a few hours and then sit back and watch the pattern. And this pattern is always the same? With few variations. They pick the most dangerous enemy they can find. And it's themselves. All we need to do is sit back and watch. Then I take it this place, this Maple Street, is not unique? By no means. Their world is full of Maple Streets. And we'll go from one to the other and let them destroy themselves. One to the other. One to the other. One to the other. The tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. For the record, prejudices can kill and suspicion can destroy. And a thoughtless, frightened search for a scapegoat has a fallout all of its own. For the children, and the children yet unborn. And the pity of it is, that these things cannot be confined to the twilight zone.
Miss Liz Collins. She's a professional dancer. She's in the hospital as a result of overwork and nervous fatigue. And at this moment, we have just finished walking with her in a nightmare. In a moment, she'll wake up and will remain at her side. The problem here is that both Miss Powell and you will reach a point where it might be difficult to decide which is reality and which is nightmare. A problem uncommon, perhaps, but rather peculiar to the Twilight Zone. Hooray for Peter Pan! That's a good story, Grandma. After a long absence, The Twilight Zone returns with one of the most ambitious, expensive, and controversial productions in broadcast history. And no, this isn't the 2019 version of The Twilight Zone available on CBS. Sci-fi writers have dabbled often with alternative history stories. Among the most common is the what if the Nazis had won the Second World War setting? But this huge interactive virtual reality project, which will unfold in just a moment on TV, in the press, and on Twitter over the next four years, sets out to build on an ongoing alternative present. The story begins in a nightmarish version of 2017, in which huge sections of the U.S. electorate have somehow been duped into voting to make Donald Trump president. It sounds far-fetched, and it is. But as it goes on, it becomes more and more chillingly plausible. 
Today's feature-length opener concentrates on the gaudy, but less than, inauguration of President Trump and the stirrings of protests and despair surrounding the Nazi-esque ceremony. While pundits speculate gravely on what lies ahead, it's a flawed piece, but a disturbing glimpse of the horrors we could stumble on into if we're not careful in the Twilight Zone.